Juno mom Mara Jennings says she was over the moon when she found out Nora Jones was playing a concert in Juno. Over the years, she's sung the nine-time Grammy Award winner's songs like lullabies to her kids at night. Come away with me in the night. Come away with me and I will write you a song. Yeah, mom, moms get emotional about the songs they sing to their babies Come growing up. I absolutely love her. I um, actually cried a bunch on Friday. That was February 1st when the tickets went for sale online through Ticketfly. Jennings had an account ready and an alarm set to buy tickets, but they immediately appeared sold out. Face value tickets started at about $60. She found tickets on other websites of ticket resellers, also commonly known as scalpers, with huge markups she can't afford, up to $585 each. So why do the prices get so high? I'm Jeremy Shea, and this is a cranky Curious Juno. First off, Nora Jones's team, the concert promoter, and the ticket vendor all declined or didn't respond to requests for comment. But I did find someone with years and years of experience with events and ticketing in Juno. My name's Nancy DeTerney. I'm the Juno Arts and Humanities Council Executive Director. She also oversees Centennial Hall, which Nora Jones booked for her upcoming concert in July. How big a deal is Nora Jones for Juno? Apparently pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that? Well, people seem pretty upset that they didn't get tickets. Yeah, it was quite, caused quite a stir. You know, it's a small venue, for heaven's sakes. To be clear, the Arts Council wasn't responsible for the Nora Jones ticket sales, but as the manager of the concert venue, it was given access to an early, limited sale for its members. Similarly, full disclosure, Jones's team gave KTOO members access to the same early sale after buying promotional underwriting. The attorney says professional ticket reselling is rare in Juno. She can remember one notable case. One of my first years doing wearable art, a young man came in and bought more wearable art tickets than necessary and sold them on eBay. Hmm. But, I think that know, worked out for him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, it's a small town, and so we all knew who it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> At its core, the high prices are an indication of a supply and demand imbalance. Too many buyers for too few tickets. Mara Jennings suspects pros may have inflated the Nora Jones demand. Well, my message to Ticketfly would be that I think it would be a step of good faith for them to research the ticket sales for this event and see if someone has purchased an unusually large number of tickets. The attorney says event organizers and ticket vendors like Vendini, which her organization uses, have a bunch of common ways to combat third-party sellers. Cap how many tickets each buyer can get make the tickets non-transferable, reserve some tickets to sell at the door. Grumpy consumers probably don't have a legal recourse. A State Department of Law spokesperson says there's nothing on the books about ticket reselling. But many states have tried to legislate remedies. New York, for example, outlaws software-assisted mass buys and requires ticket resellers get licensed and bonded, which is secondary market stuff. Before tickets get there, performers do have a supply-side lever of their own. Just this week, Nora Jones announced she was adding a third show in Anchorage due to demand as part of her tour. And, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Nora Jones's tour schedule has a few buffer days on either side of her show in Juneau. I will be hopeful that I will be able to find a way to go enjoy her music live. That's it for this Curious Juno. Have your own question? Submit it 
Subscribe to the Curious Juno podcast and catch up on past curiosities at ktoo.org slash curious. In Juno, I'm Jeremy Shea.